This, 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 this is mythical. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that we've got just a handful of concerts left. Just a handful. This year, and it's the only ones we have planned into the future at this point. So if you want to see us do musical comedy. Oh yeah. You can come to Albuquerque, New Mexico on November 20th, Phoenix, Arizona on the 21st, Sacramento, California the 22nd, and Valley Center, California on November 23rd, singing some songs. We're gonna make these real special shows because we ain't gonna do it for a while. Rhett so come and on Link out. Live.com. That's RhettandLinkLive.com. Get your tickets there. Don't just Google it and click on the first place you see. That's right. Now on with the biscuit. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're discussing, what, this is your brainchild. How, how do you wanna put this? Uh, well, the, the catchy way to talk about it is, are we out of touch? But the way we're going to discover just how out of touch we might be, if we are. With ourselves? Is with, I, with aliens, with what? With Generation Z. Oh, are we losing our grip on the trend on the currency of, of pop culture. And our of, kids are Generation Z, by the way. Can you look up what officially, Jacob, can you look up officially what years you were supposed to be born in to be Generation Z, just to verify that, just so we, when we come back to it, I can seem knowledgeable. And is there a, <laughs> what generation are we? Uh, we? Actually, we are. 41, 42 year old, old farts. It's, we're right, so a lot of people call us, uh, Xennials, I think, is what some people call us because we're basically right in between Generation X and Millennials and we're not really either one. If you're like 41, 42 years old, you're this, I, I think it's Xennials or Xennials. Okay. Um, is there a Generation Y? Yeah, you missed it, man. <laughs> yeah, who, who, no one cares about those those people. We're, all, we're off to the Zs, which, which uh, Jacob will clarify if it's our, uh, that that's our children. There is. I mean, like, I, a, a, it, like a rough range and then a specific range that some people use. Born so, between 1995 and 2015. Right, so all of our children. Yeah, you know, we, here's the thing. I I just take pride in the fact that in this town when I tell people, when it comes up that we have kids, it's like, oh, you got kids? And I'm like, yeah, I got a 16-year-old. And then it's like they're just, this face just drops. Yeah, they can't believe you it. You know, in this town, so I'm I'm just grateful that I got I've got I got kids that old and I still feel this young. But, but the am question I in is, touch with them? The, well, the with reason a 16 I, year old, a 14 year old, and a nine year I'll old. I'll get into uh, what we're gonna we're gonna go through some Generation Z slang that was uh, on a list. That's the way that the list was created is very funny, and so okay, I, I, I'll get into that when we get into the conversation. You're gonna test me. I'm gonna run through it with you, see if you know this stuff. It's pretty long. I don't know how much we'll get through. I'm gonna tell you whether or not I knew that stuff. But the reason I thought about doing this was because I don't even remember where I was, but I realized that I was saying something, and I was like, I think I sound old because <laughs> I specifically listen to the way my kids talk and some of the lingo that they use. In fact, lingo is probably an, a word that makes me sound old. You know what I'm saying? Like, lingo, yeah. what's that, dad? <laughs> and uh, I realized that if I'm like excited about something or if I'm trying to tell somebody that I think something's great, I might say like, that's awesome. And then I was like, I don't think my kids would ever say 
that something was awesome anymore. I don't hear them say that. No, and I, so my I just kids start, don't use the word awesome. And so I just started realizing that, like, oh yeah, I do. Even though we are in this medium that is still considered new media, and people look at us as like, oh yeah, those young guys on the internet, we're not. We're old, and we've got kids that are getting older and about to go to college in just a couple of years, and we are definitely out of touch to some degree. Today we're gonna find out just how out of touch we are. Mm. I, I'd like to give an update on my my shower window situation. Yeah, it's quite a situation. Uh, though uh, it has nothing to do with being in touch. It, unless can, you unless you wanna talk about me being in touch with my neighbor. Can you I talk can about see it? Out of my shower window while I'm showering. Can you talk about it in as, you haven't seen any, anything in the lingo, can you talk about it as if you're in Generation Z? Uh, Perhaps, bro. I, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. off to a rough start. I think uh, as <laughs> perhaps a, as I've pre-established the word perhaps as I've pre-established my peeps, my shower is totally lit <laughs> because well, it's it's actually it's hard, it'd be hard to light anything in there in terms of like setting anything on fire because it's so wet in there. Right, you gotta have I a mean, waterproof light. <laughs> like it's or a shower light. I mean, there there it's is a, it's a special light. Well, there there are lights in there. There are, there are two recessed lights above the shower, which I don't use because I have a window which lets in all of my natural light, and so it is lit by the natural glow of the environment. You don't ever window. take showers when it's dark. Very very rarely. I take them in the morning. Um, but interestingly enough. There are exceptions and my update is related to an exceptional time that I took a shower because I don't know, if, if you if you haven't been listening to all these, you know, don't feel guilty, I'll bring you up to speed. I actually feel a little gu guilty. You're, you're missing out on. Yeah, you should keep up. On, on, the, on the updates with the fact that Rhett told me when I see my neighbor leaving for work and I'm in the shower shampooing, I gotta make eye contact and assert my dominance. I can't remember why and I definitely. It was for the future. It was for when the world falls apart and you're asserting yourself as a leader of your community. And especially because I can't remember why, I don't remember why I actually tried it, but I did. And then ever since then, his car's gone when I get in the shower and I, my, my routine's the same. So I think my dominance led him to adjust his routine to go to work earlier just so he doesn't have to almost see me out of the corner of his eye staring at him when I'm shampooing my mm -hmm. hair. Mm -hmm. now. As I've established, the window is a widescreen format window and it exposes me from the collarbones up, I think from his vantage point, when he's in his driveway backing out and he, and he looks forward, he can see me. Um, but I went, over this past weekend, I went uh, mountain biking. Me and Lincoln went mountain biking. Uh, I didn't ask him to describe it but he might would have he wouldn't have said awesome, and he wouldn't have said lit. Either. You really gave up on the whole Generation Z thing pretty early in this. I know it's tough, it's too tough. Um, but so then when I got back, it, let's see, it was probably well, it was it was kind of late. It was it was dinner time. It was like six or six thirty, and I was like, well, I need to take a shower. You know, I'm pretty sweaty. So I get in there and I'm taking a shower, and I'm still I got my window open. And I'm looking out. It's like, oh, the sun's kind of going down. This is a beautiful time to take a shower and enjoy my window. And I looked at the driveway and I saw my neighbor's car there. 
he was not in the car. Mm-hmm. And then I turned a little bit further and I looked in a place that I had not looked and it was my neighbor's house. And Hold on, they, how, how have you not looked there? Well, because I'm looking out at the majestic scenery. There's like mountains and stuff. I'm not gonna look at his house. Now I do, can I just interject and say that you talk about seeing the scenery while showering as if the only time you see the scenery around your house is while showering. Like out of every other window, it doesn't exist. Or perhaps, bro, if you go outside, maybe you would also see it. Like you talk about it like you're yeah. on a spaceship that has like a holodeck situation yeah. and the only the way to experience only what Earth was like at one time is to go take this shower. The only other place I can see that this vantage point of the mountains is if I walk out my front door, which is nice, you know, you're exiting, you get to see it, but I don't have any other windows. Like both boys have a window in their bedroom that faces that same direction, but those are the only four places you can see that vantage point. So, and I'm in the shower every day. I gotta look at something. Okay. And it's not gonna be my neighbor's house, but I happen to look over there and they put in a new window. They remodeled after I put in my shower window. Mm-hmm. And I looked through that window and I realized I'm looking at the family next door eat dinner. No. Yeah. So How here, have you not seen the dinner table so far? Because they haven't been at they've it? They've never been at it. So it's just like kind of a dark uh, a window problem. to nothing. So now I'm freaking showering and I'm looking at, and he's at the head of the table looking at me, <laughs> eating his dinner. Oh, the tables I'm have like, turned. I'm like, man, uh, you, you, I he, feel like a heel. He was slow playing you. He made, he lulled you into thinking that your dominance had worked. He was like, I'm gonna leave early a couple of times, but I'm just waiting for that day. He accidentally takes a shower while we're eating dinner and I'm gonna stare him down. And a man looking at you while he's eating is especially dominant. Yeah, I wasn't eating. Because in like the history of the he animal the kingdom, hand. the history of the animal yeah. kingdom, while you're eating, like this is a this is when you show <laughs> who's boss, right. and if you can eat and look at somebody in the eye, you're, right. you, you own them, he owns you. Because eating is survival. It's like I'm currently taking in the calories I need to dominate you. Are you eating right now? No, you're just getting clean. Like what, who needs to be clean? Yeah, right. This is why he's, Oh my gosh, I think you're right, because you know what? What was the expression on his that face? Was, that was two days ago. And then this morning, I'm taking a shower at my normal allotted morning time. He's and back I, in the car. I look out there and yeah, he did it. I swear to you, he was in his car. <laughs> That's exactly what He was happened. in his car. This guy, he must be listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was really in his car. And I, I, I really had a hard time looking at him. I really tried, it's like, man, you're, I think this is your dominance. You're <laughs> you're you're controlling me, man. I'm sitting here staring at a guy eating dinner with his family. I will say I'm having a lot of fun. It's wrong, and man. I've never seen this man. It's wrong. Actually, you know I what? I felt bad. Um, but shower. Nobody wants to watch a dude shower no, I, while they're eating dinner. I did see, with their family. I did see him and two his wife. Young kids. The, the other day when I was uh, dropping Shepard off at your house. Um, they were getting in the car and I mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I get to see this guy. Yeah. But he got in the car right as I realized, I got a good look at his wife. Um, I mean, I didn't like make a, do- I didn't try to dominate her with my looks <laughs> or anything. <laughs> but, Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I didn't get, I didn't get a good look at that. And every time I talk about this, <laughs> 
Christy and Lily just tell me, Dad, you got to stop talking about this. I mean, I think the- Oh, you mean on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I yeah. can't stop talking about it. Yeah. I mean, I just can't help but give you an update because it, is this all in my mind? And are you are you planting these things in my mind? Because Christy's like, you didn't really look at him out the window. You're just saying that for the podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I did. No, I bet you I did. That's I did. The, the rea- like the, my sense of reality is being blurred by you and hey, the shower window. Listen, you're gonna thank me later. For what? When you've got that guy, when you've got a dog collar on that guy and you've got a chain around his neck. <laughs> like 15 he's years listening. from now. <laughs> I'm convinced he's listening. After the big one happens, you'll thank me. I don't, if, <laughs> if he's there tomorrow morning, man, and what if he's eating? Well, I mean, it takes a little time between us recording and then releasing the episode, then him listening to it, and then him, him deciding to take a turkey leg into his car as he's going to work and dominate me by eating in okay, his car. If that if, happens, if he eats, if he makes he eye eats contact in the car, with you while, while eating, eating in, in the, the car, car, he's definitely listening. Oh gosh. Now, cause you talked about your neighbor like a year ago and the whole thing about like the tree and stuff. And it completely reconciled the whole thing. And I we're, went. We're, 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 I wouldn't say we're friends at this point, but we're in we're in regular communication about if somebody's gonna have a loud party or whatever. Well, my wife is also in communication with uh, the your, neighbors. your neighbor, yeah. My neighbors. Yeah, she knows her now. She met her around town. No. Yeah. How does she know, how? It's the, it, they work out at the gym together. How does she and know? And then they see each other around town. How? But how did it come to get, how did it come I, out? I don't know how Christy put it together, but she did. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. We're good friends. We exchange wine at Christmas time. Okay. I mean, that's that's a, that's a that's a sign of a good neighbor. Maybe if I if I get in the shower with food next time, then I can still assert I mean, my dominance. I mean, I do think it should be a large turkey. It's got to be like meat on a bone type yeah, situation. Yeah, I mean, this is could a, be like this a, is the one time where a turkey leg makes all sense because like a tomahawk cut. Um, that could be like a large beef rib. Yeah. Beef rib. Yeah, that could be good. Could be that. Yeah, but it's hard to come by though. Turkey legs, dime a dozen. And uh, you don't wanna do like a corn dog because that'll disintegrate in the shower. I'm gonna have to keep it, yeah, because you're right, I'm gonna have to keep that slab of meat in the shower until the right opportunity, then I'm gonna have to pick it up and eat it. <laughs> it's gonna have to be there. Right. This <laughs> is, I mean, we. I think you know what you got to do next. Yeah, I, I I feel good about this. I think I, th- I think this is the right decision. Okay, the well, saga I look, continues. I look man. forward to seeing how it goes. Man, you really got to come up to my shower. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested. We get a turkey. You before you get a turkey leg in there, I'll come up there. <laughs> a nice steamy turkey leg. Okay, we're gonna see just how out of touch we are. Ear biscuits is supported by AC Pro. It's blazing hot outside. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows out hot air. The issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with an AC Pro. Ear Biscuits is supported by Live Nation. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, 
get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, yeah. Alanis Morissette, okay. Cage the Elephant. Why not? Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma? Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. And you know what, before we, you know, I did wanna mention, I wanted to acknowledge uh, everyone who's talking about Lost Causes of Bleak yeah, Creek. Right. On the Mythical Society, there's great conversations happening there. We're really enjoying hearing how you are processing uh, the story and in, and experiencing it. It's it's um it's a it's a big part of our satisfaction. Like it it's it feels like a completion to hear from you guys uh, in terms of like having worked so hard on this novel. So um, on Twitter, hashtag Bleak Creek at the Mythical Society and um, wherever you want to discuss the novel, we, and we're gonna we appreciate en- it. We're gonna enter into that discussion, so make sure you are tagging all those things so we can see them as we begin to gather questions and comments and insights and observations that you have made about the book. And then we're gonna do a podcast sometime soon where we enter into that conversation and maybe offer some insights into that. So you're gonna what? What is it? What is this? Uh, so there's quiz? a there's a guy. Uh, let's see where he is. Where is he? Uh, he is in. Where's he at? Where's he at? He's in Lowell, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, his name is Mr. Callahan. He's a teacher, and uh, he uh, there was an article at least in BuzzFeed. I think it may have been in other places as well earlier this year, where he started to keep a list of the th- words that he heard his students using because he was like, I'm lost. I don't understand what this stuff means, but every time I hear them use a certain phrase or a word that I don't understand, that seems like there's a generational divide here, I'm going to write it down and mm-hmm. then get them to define it for me. Okay, cool, and how old is he? Uh, I don't know specifically. But I thought you told me he was about our age. Oh, yeah, forty-three. He's forty-three. It says yeah, the article is like forty-three-year-old teacher. Yeah. Okay. So he's our age, um, which makes this even more relevant to us. And he's de- our irrelevance more. Relevant? He's dealing regularly with Generation Z people, which we do because we are parents to them, and also I know there's a fair amount of people born between ninety-five and two thousand fifteen who listen to this podcast and enjoy the other things that we do. Um. So he started making this list, and of course, when word got out about the fact that he had this list, he made it into a Google Doc that is now publicly available to anyone who wants to yes, get it. Yes, open source it. And I think the interesting thing about this, as opposed to simply entering in these phrases into uh, the Urban Dictionary and getting the definition, which I could have done, I wanted to just stick with Mr. Callahan's list uh, exclusively because I think that maybe some of his definitions or the definitions that he got from his particular students in Massachusetts, uh, some people may, who, who know, you may have a contention with one of these definitions, I, I don't know. Um, but this is this is the information that he received. You're gonna definitely know some of these and you're definitely hit gonna me. not hit know. Hit me with one. So, a force. So starting with the first one. Two words, a, a force. space, force? Yeah. Like a force to be reckoned with, like that, it's a complimentary, uh, it's a way to describe someone like, my neighbor 
is who showers while staring at me is such a force. It's like it's well. That's it's, it's, that, that's your old man's understanding of it, uh, which is what I would agree with. But it is unnecessarily excessive effort. Okay. Yeah, that man who sh- stares at me while showering is a f- okay. That's even better and more accurate. And I don't even unnecessarily. Ex- don't read it because you're going to read other things. Unnecessarily excessive effort. I don't even know how that would be used in a sentence. He's forcing it. Oh, that's a force. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a force. Now you're forcing so, him. You're trying too hard. But so now, I we, we used to use this. Like my dad would say, like it, it's in sports language. Like sometimes you'll be sh- you'll be shooting and you're trying too hard, like shooting the basketball. Mm-hmm. You'd be, be like, don't don't it. force it. Don't force it. Don't force it. Let it come. Just to shoot you. it. Just let it happen. Just relax into it. So is that the same thing? I think so. Yeah. But think, it's a force. They use it in a specific way. They, they're not saying don't force it, they're saying a force. That's a force. So there's no there's No, no usage sentence. in the sentence. Mm. I wanted. Callahan needs a new column in, in his Google Doc. Yeah, Mr. Callahan, we would invite you to update your Google Doc. But I mean, he needs to open it up for edits. He needs to open source it. Uh, bang 30s. <laughs> Never heard this. Bang 30s. I'm about to go bang thirties. That yeah. means like um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a power nap. I'm gonna sleep for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bang out thirty. Yeah, uh, that's not what it means. Uh, power naps taken for thirty minutes. I think that's too long, isn't it? Yeah, it should be twenty. Huh? Generation Z, they don't they're they're taking they're, they're sleeping too much to fight someone as in a physical altercation. So you've got. My fist plus my fist is 10, plus your fist and your fist is 20. It's plus it's when three people fight. No, I think it's my fist and my fist, your fist and your fist, and then either both of my feet, both of your feet, or one of your foots. <laughs> but none of my <laughs> and feet. And one of yeah. my feet. Either both of your feet and none of mine, or one and one. So it's a, it, it's, a bo- it's a boxing match where kicking with one leg is allowed. But you don't know where the 30 comes from. I have no idea. They're banging thirties in the in the common area. We gotta call the popo. We gotta banging twenties would have made so much more sense. Banging twenties, banging thirties. Again, we have no. What, what, do you, do Callahan's you, not giving us do enough. You, I mean, do you want to? You, I, I didn't. I just thought that we should just let our ignorance be on display, and that might be more entertaining than actually well, it, trying to clarify some of this. It, it doesn't seem like we're ignorant, it also seems like we're crotchety old men because we're complaining about why it doesn't make sense even though we've been told what it means. Well, I mean, Give we, me can, another we can have opinions. Beat your face. <laughs> beat your face? Yeah, beat your face. Beat your face. I, I, I got, I'm getting frustrated that there's no sentence because I don't know, is this, a, is this, a, is this an imperative? Like, hey man, beat your this. face. My wife, I thought my wife was ready, but then I realized she was still beating her face. <laughs> Putting on makeup? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Applying makeup. <laughs> beat your face. Also cake your face, but is, cake your face is too easy. Too, too, beat your face, that's, this, I bet this came from the, what uh, are those people who make those YouTube videos about makeup called? Makeup people. <laughs> You don't know. Makeup gurus? Yeah. That Be- beauty gurus? Beauty gurus. Gurus. Beauty gurus. Beauty gurus. I bet it came from, I, I bet one of them 
Said beat your face? Cause here's the thing, it's almost, my, my kids have not said any of these. They, my kids don't say lit, they don't even say dope. Like to me, the, the, the one that if I was going to make a calculated effort to try to speak Gen Z, I'd say dope but I cannot bring myself to do it. I'm, I've got too much pride and I know that I just, I, not, I don't mean that's it. That's kinda old school though, but it also, they also say it. They, they all say it, right? If something's good, if something's cool or awesome, they say, that's dope, man, dope. And dope's been Hold around. Does your, none of your kids say that? My kids do not say that. I think Locke says it sometimes, right? Locke's got, Locke hasn't said any of these, but Locke definitely, because he's into hip hop, he, he's, I've heard a number of these. Maybe, maybe Lincoln has said it. Maybe Lincoln has said it. Cause it, it's definitely that hip hop, pop culture influence there. But I just, could you ever hear yourself saying? That's dope? Dope. Actually, out of all the things on this list, dope is feels like low hanging fruit. Man. I know, I know, that's why I'm asking. That's dope, man. Really I, though? Would you say it? I'm, could you say I'm it? I'm gonna say it today. You're gonna try it out. I'm gonna try it out. I don't even think that's one though, is it? I mean, it's not on this list. It just feels a little obvious, but I do agree they say it. Now, here's the thing, let's go all the way. We have to agree that we're cool with each other saying dope because if we're not, you know what's gonna happen. Well, you can't, you can't if I say it and you're around, you can't look at me like, right. oh, you just dropped it. Right, and can't it, do that. you can't do that to me because that's what we do. We, we have this like, we, we we're very self-aware and I don't know, we have this, and maybe it's a gift, maybe it's a curse, but we definitely have this constant critic of ourselves that's like, how would other people be, how would I be perceiving someone else if they were doing or saying what I'm doing right now? That's self-awareness mm -hmm. um, by my definition. Um, and then we have the second layer because we're together so much that we police each other so we're we're other aware. So if if either of us does anything that's out of the ordinary, a little odd, especially when it comes to like saying something like dope is a perfect example, we'd be all over that for the other one. Be like, really? This ain't that ain't you. You're fronting. I don't think I would say that if you said something was dope. I'd be like, oh, that's an interesting. I, I, now, if you said sincerely, though, if I said it sincerely, there, I I would know that something in your brain had been triggered that was like. He's trying something. It's like when I got those pants and I roll in with my pants and you're like, your pants are, what are those? Like hammer pants? I don't can't remember what you said. They were like, they're like baggy pants, baggy jeans. I don't know if I said anything about them. You didn't have to say anything <laughs> because I knew what you were thinking because again, it's this self-policing thing. You thought something. You noticed the pants. You decided not to say anything. Well, there was a big, there was a big difference from your pants that you've been wearing. And all of a sudden, your pants are very different. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so it's like what you needed. What I needed from you, man, was permission. I needed you to you say. You don't need permission from me. I acknowledge your pants, and you know what? I don't know if I like them yet, but I applaud you expanding yourself. Like literally, the pants are expanded. <laughs> you know, if you said something like that, you'd be like, it's kind of like when we devoted an entire hour to talking about your hair growing out. It That's a little different. That's not but, pants. I can't take it off. But you but in the in the in the policing way, I stepped out of the way. Like you said your piece 
and I stepped out of the way. And like you knew that there was not gonna be any criticism from me or constant judgment, like cutting my eyes. Like okay, what is he doing? I don't agree with this or I think this is suspicious or this ain't this isn't really him, you know? Can we do that with the word dope? I'm gonna say it today. We're going to two different places today. Together? Um, and I can think, I, I believe that I, in both, I will use it in both circumstances. I'll say dope. And maybe something else that we that we learn about. I have heard this one. I think when I do it, I'm a, I'm gonna do it too. Can we both do it? No, you need a different word. I'm gonna, I know you can't have, it was my idea. Okay, well then you can have dope. I'm gonna do a different word. I don't, we can't go into a place where we're with somebody and then both people are like, Rhett and Link both describe different things as dope. <laughs> See, you're so self-aware, man. Yeah. Who cares what they think? I mean, I, I, I don't really care, but I, if we're doing an experiment, it needs to be, in, we we got to set all the the parameters. It's like one person says dope. See how how it feels. Two people say dope. Something's in the water. <laughs> uh, man, I'm I'm nervous about. Like, I don't I'm, want people to be like. Rhett, you know, Rhett, I'm getting flustered you know thinking about say. saying dope today. You know, man. you know what Rhett and Link say when they like something? They say it's dope. I heard them both describe this thing as dope uh, within thirty minutes of each other. Because awesome is. Tired, big tired, and I just made that up. Like I put big in front of something. I see that didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Okay, you got to choose another word. Well, I'm, let me get let me get to some. Right. Uh, I've right, heard so this. I've heard this one. Uh, bops, bops. Now I know there's a uh, the baby song called Bop. And he's talking about like he's looking for a bop, like he's looking for he wants his song, he wants his track to bop. Mm -hmm. To him, it means it means something in terms of like the feel he gets. It's like it makes you kind of makes you move in a certain way that then you gotta you gotta do that certain rhyme scheme that they do now. I think you the might, rappers. I, I think you might be overthinking it. I think it just means it's like a. It's a good. It's a good song, like a, an enjoyable song. He says a modern enjoyable song. Oh, uh, I have, okay. Now I knew this one. Now, you, now I think it can be used in a couple of ways because shout I've out to the baby. He's definitely North Carolina. Heard, I've heard uh, Locke say that something bops. That bops. That's because, yeah, that's very hip hop. That that bops, or I guess you could say that's a bop. I don't think you can say that's a yeah, bop. Yeah, you can. I think you can. That song, that bops though, I think is better. It's even more, that's like more refined. It's like a, like they wouldn't say I'm looking for a banger. You're looking for a bop now. You don't want a banger anymore. Bangers are over. Whereas we would've Bangers just, aren't dope. We would've just said a good hook. Yeah, that's old old school. Well that, a hook applies to a certain part of the song though. That's a hit. Ooh, that's a hit. That's what I would say. <laughs> I think you'd say another one. That's popping. That's what you would say. <laughs> is pop popping might be on here. A bop. Is popping old? Or I mean, this is not a comprehensive list. Um, now this one's. He's got bouta in there. Bouta. Like bouta bouta. Like no b o u t a. Like I'm about to bouta. Mm. That 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 doesn't. I don't know if that should. I think you should take that off the list, Mr. Callahan, because I I'm about to. I'm about to dance. 30s, What's, what was it, pop 30s? Bang 30s. Bang 30s, I'm about to bang 30s. 
if you don't play my bop. Now I've heard, there's two different versions of this. I'm, catch a fade. Catch a fade. What's the other version? Catch these hands. Catch these hands? Haven't heard that either. Oh, I've heard that. My my son. I think has, this is has, fighting too. Yeah, whenever like sometimes you about to catch about me, to catch these me, fans. Me and Locke will like do some like shadow boxing, slap boxing type stuff, and like you know, and uh, like I'll just see him in the kitchen. I'll go up to him and hit him. That's what we do in the McLaughlin family. I mean, okay. just play fight. And okay. he's like, "You're gonna catch these hands, Dad." I haven't. He. I've never caught the hands. <laughs> um, but catch this fade. Catch a fade is also. <laughs> I feel like such. I feel like a news anchor. Catch, Catch a, a fade, fade is, is also it, acceptable. I thought fade was a haircut. That's Maybe what's. I think it's if you like punch someone on the side the head, of the head where they a have glan- a fade, a glancing blow of the head. Yeah, if you, you give them a glancing blow to the. To the temple. Well, that's where the if you punch them in the temple, that's where the fade is. Technically, if you catch a fade, you would actually grab hold of the hair. See, now you're going too far. Acting too literal. You catch it with your face. But isn't it? You beat your face. But the idea of actually literally catching someone's hands who's trying to fight you, that's awesome. Like if I was like describing a fight, a high school fight, and I was like, dude, this dude totally caught his hands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. He literally, he tried to punch him and he caught his hands. Yeah, yeah. That (laughs) hair, punch me in the face right now. Like oh, that. you see that? That's like superhero stuff. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, punch me with the other hand. Whoosh. Yeah, like, see that? I caught that. your hands, and now I'm gonna bang your hands together and make a thirty firework. times. Make a yeah, <laughs> and make a firework. You only have to do it three times to get the thirty because it's ten fingers. My um, my dad would visit me in college, and uh, leading up to Christmas time, or maybe it was my birthday. I'm pretty sure it was Christmas time because I remember buying winter clothes because he he would take me to the mall. And we would just, we'd go on like a shopping spree. We did this like for two or three years in a row in college. And I remember um, what you said about how you and Locke would like give love licks to each other, like punch each other. I remember I was walking in, in the Crabtree Mall with my dad and we were shopping one Christmas and like I was buying buying stuff in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, I was probably seeing stuff he didn't understand. Yeah. I, I don't. Awesome. As a side note, I don't remember that we were like heavy into the like vernacular. Like I, I do think a lot of it comes from hip hop culture. Like there's there's so many sayings, and then there's the internet culture, and there's so many so many personalities. Like not just beauty gurus, but everybody on the internet has a way of like coming up with their phraseology, and then it kind of memifying. Um, and I won't even get into memes yet. But I don't recall as a side note, when I think back to walking down the mall with my dad that I was like, that we were saying those type of things. I mean, we listened to rap music, but we also knew that it wasn't for us to speak in the same way. It was like we were, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't the most, po- it wasn't popularized culture in the way that hip hop is now. So I think. We call, we, we call things cool. Something is cool, something is awesome. Uh, we didn't use rad. Hmm. We actually, never did rad. Which that's come back in like a hipster. That's a hipster terminology. But when I was now. in California, like from ages three to five, I specifically remember people saying rad because that was like early eighties. Well, there was a s- surf culture and skate culture 
also was a place that had a tubular. lot of terminology. They used the word tubular, tubular and, yeah. and gnarly. Yep, <laughs> and so a lot of those things, so you have these subcultures. Feldman remembers tubular, did you, then, say, did you say tubular? Did you ever use that, seriously? Valley. Totally dude. Um, but I was walking down there and I remember we, we were gonna buy some, some, some big baggy jeans or something and I just reached over and I just, I punched my dad in the shoulder. Just like a love lick, you know? He, we didn't have that thing that you and Locke have where you're like shadow boxing or whatever. But like, just as a show of affection, I did, I, we were in conversation, I can't remember the specific context, but I punched him in the shoulder. And that was the end of it. And then it was um, like a year later. Oh yeah. My dad is talking about his shoulder He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm still having some trouble with my shoulder. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because I actually have some trouble with my shoulder. I think it's like, this might be a genetic thing. Like my shoulder pops out of joint. He's like, well, mine started when you punched me that day in the mall. I actually had to go to the doctor and he said that like um, a ligament was separated. <laughs> Man, you, I separated listen, a ligament on my dad trying to give him a love listen, lick. I've said this for years. You. This is why I don't, anytime we have to do something where like it requires you hitting me or you doing something, you don't know your own strength or you don't, or you try to do it a little bit harder. I, I, you hit him too hard, man. Well obviously, and I felt horrible about it. I mean. You've never permanently injured me. I wasn't trying to prove anything. It no, was I'm obviously. Just, no, I'm just saying it's like you just did, you did it, it was excessive. So I tell Lincoln, like Lincoln will start to roughhouse me and I'm like very, especially because I actually do have shoulder issues <laughs> and I'm doing like physical therapy for my shoulder um, because I'm, I'm hype, I have hypermobility. That's what I'm diagnosed with. Like my all my joints, my shoulder joints and elbow joints are like, they're a little too mobile and they're not mm -hmm. supported enough. So we'll start roughhousing because I'll grab him and like put him in a bear hug or something and I, I'm very aware the combination of my what I did to my dad and then how my shoulder feels that like he's gonna do the same thing to me and it's gonna be a legacy. That would not be lit or dope. I will never say lit. That like dope I think I can do. So, something about the way your mouth is shaped. Well it, it, and you can say it kinda under your breath like dope. But like lit. It's like it's lit. You gotta say it like Travis Scott or something. Sometimes they say Liddy. I've heard Locke say Liddy which is an alteration of lit. Uh, you know this one, clap back, that's easy. That's when you retort, you, you, you give back what they gave to you? Yeah, you get an insult, you respond with an equal or greater insult. Mm -hmm. But clapped, clapped. Now, I mean back in 90s hip hop culture, the, the, the clap the clap was uh, Was an STD. STI we'll call it. Don't call them a disease anymore, you call it an infection. Infection. Yeah, Okay. an STI. All right. Formerly known as an STD. Why do they have to change that? I don't know, just so it's more approachable. <laughs> I don't know. Is it always an infection? I think so, yeah. What if it's just sometimes it's a disease? Uh, I I think they're, uh, because disease. Because a disease is it, not something that can be, is, is necessarily transmitted. That could be something that is just a. a, a I don't a, think that's the reason. I think it might be because. Because it could be a genetic disease. Like something. An infection implies that like, I guess you can take penicillin and cure it. You can get rid of it. 
But well, some of them you can't. An like, infection can be passed, and some in a disease doesn't like necessarily have to be a communicable disease. It can be an incommunicable disease, or it could be a genetic disease. And so you can't give somebody a sexually transmitted genetic disease unless they're your offspring. And at that point, it's get the it all breaks down. Like if you have a weird penis. <laughs> What? Like I'm saying, if you have like That's a, not, what? <laughs> I've got an STD. It's called weird penis. If, if you've got you a weird penis, I'm saying like if you got something genetically wrong with your penis, that would be considered a disease, and then you have a, 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 a you pass a you pass a weird penis syndrome on to your child. Okay, that's a, that would be that is it that could be a that's technically a sexually transmitted disease because no, it was not. genetic. No, no, and, it's and you not. You have sex to have a no, kid. You're you're wrong. You're wrong in I'm so many demonstrated, places. I'm demonstrating why ST, they, why they don't use STD anymore. That's what because that, it's STI. I'm sorry I brought it up because we neither one of us know. Uh, I have herpes. Do you have the on clap? my mouth? Do you have the clap? I don't is have the clap, and I don't know what the clap, what, what the the clap? clap? is. That syphilis. I don't know. What is the clap? Could gonorrhea, somebody, yeah, I don't know. Some, could somebody look that up? Uh, somebody some, clap back on the clap. Everyone is afraid to Google the clap <laughs> on the work on the work Wi-Fi. Give <laughs> me gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Hey, and now they've got super gonorrhea. You heard about this? Well, this is okay. It's my new favorite. We don't we don't know how to speak to the children, but we have so much information that they need. My new favorite superhero, super gonorrhea. Um, Super gonorrhea is basically a, a lot of infections are turning a lot of viral infections are becoming impossible to treat or bacterial both basically completely um immune to treatment. And so if you get the strain of gonorrhea that they can't treat anymore, you got super gonorrhea and I just think uh it never goes away unless you've got weird penis syndrome. <laughs> no. Which at that point it counteracts it and <laughs> You don't want gonorrhea and you definitely don't want super gonorrhea. And ironically, the people who need to communicate these things the most need to be able to speak the language of Gen Z. So you're saying that like if we make a brochure like what your mother would have had at the health department. Yeah. That's all about STIs. It needs to say things like, got the clap? Well clap, clap back. Clap back on the clap. Clap that... back on the clap with a condom. One that's no, too, no, too, too late. late. Too late. <laughs> clap back on the clap with. Get ahead of the clap. Penicillin. Okay, yeah, I don't know if penicillin works anymore. Uh, clapped <laughs> means a crazy person, uh, which even that, I don't think Gen Z even says use the term crazy anymore. No. No, that's a, it's, that's not PC, you can't call somebody crazy. Nope. Um, but, or, or someone who was punched. I, I don't know, these people up in Massachusetts, I don't know if, if this is but, representative of all of Gen Z, Mr. Callahan. There's a lot of reference to fighting. Man, he got clapped because he caught them hands. Cracky. Crikey? Cracky. Crikey. <laughs> no, not crikey. Crikey. Uh, that should be on the list. Cracky. Cracky. That's when, you, when you're when you like, when you laugh a lot. <laughs> man. If only it were that simple. Man, Don is so cracky. He can't hold it together. It's someone who jewels. Vapes. It's a vape. Oh. It's a vapor. So it's it's like, it's like you're you have an addictive habit, an addictive man. And these these kids, man, 
they're vaping like crazy, man. Like Locke said that basically anytime you go in the bathroom at their school where all our kids go now. Um, yeah, my kid, I encourage my kids to use the restroom frequently. They because I encourage them to be hydrated. Now that might be working against me because now they it's vaping. Well, they're happening. doing involuntary. They're getting secondhand vapes, man. Because the kids are vaping in there, and I don't know why. I don't understand why they can't. Kids are vaping like in class. I think they have cracked down on it. Cracky. Speaking of cracky, I think they've cracked down on it a little bit. Um. But, well, with, with but the, there's, there's stories the, of people. There's people dying. I mean, with the people dying, and they're trying to get to the bottom. As of this recording, they're still trying to get to the bottom of what's. What's killing these? Oh, you think you, you think some, sometime between the recording of this and the publishing, they're going to solve it? <laughs> that, that's what you're, you're very hopeful. Bre- breaking news every day. I mean, there's like black market vapes being created, but, but that, they haven't definitively said that that's what it's associated with. But all vaping is most likely bad for you, you know, and not just the nicotine which kids shouldn't have, but. Which we talked about with the, when the, we had the Surgeon General on, and we, we had the Surgeon General on. Remember that, and we did Uncle like mythical a, a, more anti vaping thing. Yeah, a lot of good that did, and uh, it was funny because there was a couple of like v- there's these vaping YouTube channels, and there was a couple of people that came after us, and they were like, Red Link don't know what they're talking about. Vaping is completely safe. They're speaking out of ignorance. Um, listen, whatever they find. Right, what, what, whatever they find, and I know that some of the people who are dying are probably getting like black market stuff that's got other chemicals or in it or whatever. But the bottom line is, your lungs were made to breathe air, right? Yeah. And so changing the concentration that drastically of whatever it is you're putting into your body, even if it isn't combusting at the same temperature that tobacco would be combusting at, it. You, it can't, be, can't good. be good. This is and not a cra- good thing. And if you're cracky, meaning you're on that thing all the time, uh, nicotine is highly addictive. Well, and the reason, and then you're 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 ingesting this vapor all the time. It is so much more. So, you end up doing so much more than you typically would with smoking because at least we were coming up. If you wanted to smoke, you had to go to the. We had a smoking pit at Harnett Central High School. There was a smoking pit. I'm sure they don't have this anymore. But basically there was that depressed, literally depressed and also physically depressed area that um, people stood out there and smoked. And, but you had to go out there to do it. So how many cigarettes are you gonna get to smoke in a day, right? Yeah. But with this vape, you can just, they're doing it in class. Crackies everywhere, man. Hmm. Don't be a cracky. Find a new hobby. We're not even out of the seas. Cherry pick a little bit, because I also want to talk about the dynamic of, I think our, like us having children at the age they are now is a dynamic that I'd like to explore. Finesse, I've heard this one. Is this a noun or a verb? This is a verb. Well, if you finesse something or someone, you like, you, you take a light touch to get what you want. I can't think that, it means exactly that there. It means to steal. Oh, to steal. I'm gonna finesse your mug. It's kinda like you got sticky fingers, but a light, a, a light, you can stick your hand on somebody's pocket and pull out a wallet and they won't know it because you're, you're very finesse. Finesse is also a uh, hairspray. It is. Here, now, okay, of course everyone knows low key, and there is a high key, 
Thor and Loki. My kids use low key and high, and high key. So it's like. It's I low a, key am into this, qualifier. I high key want to have that. It's a qualifier, low key, it's like, it's, it could be on the down you low. You, you haven't heard this from your children? They don't say it. Don't say low key? Mm-mm. Like low key is probably the most common one that I've heard amongst, on, on this list. I've also heard this one, Locke says this all the time, facts. Facts. Now to me that's meme speak and I think that, I I don't know what, I don't know how I know but I can just tell when my kids go into meme speak. Lily does this a lot. I mean she, she created a Pinterest account just to save memes that she can go back to and laugh at and like they snicker to herself on her phone. Whenever snicker, she, you need a better word than that. When she's, you know. So you can cracky up with herself? No, she's not. I, don't know, I look for one that is what you do with memes, but she, and then she'll say it and it won't be just like, yeet, but she, it'll, I can just tell she goes into this speak that, oh, you just quoted a meme, did you not? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I used to be like, well, show it to me. You know, because it conjures up this visual. That's why, been, why are you that's saying that sh- about facts, though? Because I think that facts is meme speak. Like, there's people will write some. It'll be a, there'll be a statement, and then it'll just say facts. And f- you say facts when it's like somebody says something that you strongly agree with. I think that's what it means. Yeah, that's definitely what it means. But okay, and, and I'm sure it could be in a meme. But like, it's also just link. It's just a slang. Like somebody says something like facts, but you see it in meme form. A lot, okay. And I don't know which came first, but I know there's lots of things that that my kids say that are they're just quoting memes to each other, conjuring a visual image that's a shared experience and that makes the other person laugh. It's like an inside joke. Um, and I mean, my opinion, I'm just like, yeet it, yeet it. Do you know where yeet came from? Some kid who threw something, and when he threw it, he said yeet, <laughs> and then that's where it came from. So it was just a little video that people passed around with this kid saying yeet and then yeet started to mean throwing something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's special. That's special, man. I like that. That's the internet. Uh, Oh, okay, there's a couple, okay, there's a few here that are very old school and I guess they're coming back, at least they're coming back in Massachusetts in Mr. Callahan's class, get hip means to adopt a new trend, which is what it meant for us. Jams, okay, an old enjoyable song. Hmm. Like that's my jam. Okay, yeah. I'm dead. It's like I. I think that I think we elicit that response a lot. I see that in response to things that we've done on our show. It's like it 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 shook you in a positive way. It was amusing. Yeah, I'm dead. Shook you in a positive way. I'm shook. Shook could be like moved in a negative way. Yeah. I'm shook. I don't know what to say, man. Real one. Real one? Yeah. That's referring to a person who's authentic. And yeah. you like them. A valid person, somebody you trust. He's a real one. Um, No cap. No cap. No cap, man. Um, you're using an accent. Why are you using an accent? I'm using a Generation Z. 
like slightly informed by hip hop. No cap, like your eyebrows. Like I listen to hip hop sometimes. Like your eyebrows have to kind of like no go cap, up. man. Your eyebrows kind of have to go together a little no bit. No cap. No cap. That's real. I mean, it's really when you do your eyebrows like that, you start to seem like you're saying something that's a little more cool. No cap means no limit. I can't be. I can't be contained. No, too literal. It means I'm serious. No lie, for real. Okay. This one's interesting. Period T is period with a T on the end, and I don't know if that is a typo by Mr. Callahan. Like a dot and a T? It's just period. The and word then, period? And then T on the end of it, as if it's period. 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 What is, I'm sure that's period. how they say it. It says C facts. <laughs> now it does remind me of which is that, do you know about these Visco girls? Oh. You, I know he sounds so old. You mean the ones with the cameras? No, uh, it's girls, again, I think Lincoln knows, Lincoln, he said he wanted to be this for Halloween. He said, I wanna be a Visco girl for Halloween. I'm like, well, t I've heard a little bit, but tell me about that. And he was like, you have a, you have a Hydra flask, you have a lot of scrunchies in your hair and maybe on your arms, you like have, a hat or a shirt that says like save the turtles and you're wearing yoga pants. You're wearing like Lululemon. Right, but where was where does the visco come from? I don't know. V S C O. I thought that I think well, I thought it had something to do with a camera. And I'm like, so are you kind of talking like like a girl coming who seems like she's coming from the gym but she never went to the gym, but she likes environmental causes and she has like a high ponytail like Ariana Grande and he's like, "Yeah." What is it? Uh generally used as an insult for a young woman who posts trendy pictures of herself edited on the app, yeah. Visco. Oh, there's yeah, an yeah. app See, I called told Visco. You. But that's what they look like. Right, it's a type of person who uses that app. I can imagine that. He decided to be an e-boy, which I was like, what is that, emo? And he was like, what is it, e-boy? Yeah. He's like, you know, you wear like, this is what he's gonna you be wear like a chain, Halloween. and then you wear okay. like a, you know, for Halloween, and he, you wear like a long, you wear like black and white clothes and like you part your hair down the middle. Cause I was like, I got a pizza costume you can wear. He's like, Dan, I wanna look, I wanna look cool for Halloween. Well, be an e-boy then. But. You'll slay. Oh, slay is one? What What do you think, I mean, we're obviously really showing our dad. I, I don't think this, are we more in touch than we think or are we more in touch that we're out of touch because of the age of our kids. What's the dynamic there? Well, I think what you talked about earlier and this sort of self-regulating tendency that we have, both to regulate ourselves and to regulate one another, um, it makes adopting like a new, a new word into your, into your terminology. It makes it, it, it it makes us really hesitant to do that, right? And so, because it's like, what does it say about me if I'm suddenly using this new word? And so we haven't picked up on a lot of new things. We haven't changed the way that we've talked in terms of the terminology a lot over time. But what we have done is is illustrated by your uh, your big pants. Is um, we've kind of in ways that maybe people that we went to high school with that are didn't choose to be YouTubers for a living, don't necessarily 
follow the trends. Now, one of the things we we've talked about fashion before, so we we were going to do a podcast about that, but we're not. But one of the things I, I was talking about with Jesse, I was like, I don't something about now that I've got kids who like I've got a teenager in my house and if I were to just say, I'm gonna go to Urban Outfitters and I'm just gonna buy everything on the rack at Urban Outfitters and dress that way, now I'm dressing the same way as my 15 year old kid. And at some point, it kind of feels like I don't wanna do that anymore. And I, and, I, and I told Jesse, I was like, is it because Locke is now a teenager and then we're going into the same store and we're looking at the same clothes and, and for the first time ever, I'm just going into a place like Urban Outfitters and just thinking, I don't know if there's anything in here for me. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, it could be part of it, but I also think that you've gotten to an age where you kinda know what looks good on you, you kinda know what shapes look good on you and you may not like the shapes. Like Shia LaBeouf said on the and Hot that, Ones And that brought us back interview. to our favorite Hot Ones episode ever of Shia LaBeouf talking about how the way he sees clothes is he just thinks about shapes, he doesn't think about colors or patterns, he thinks about shapes. And I was like, I've never connected more with something. <laughs> I think about shapes and it probably has something to do with just being a, a big man. <laughs> um, but anyway, I found myself resistant like, you know, uh, and you've always been a little bit more like if there's some a fashion trend that's going to happen, like you're gonna you're gonna open that door earlier than I am, and I've got reasons I won't go into that are boring about why I think I, I, I delay that. But this latest trend with the '90s and the all the athletic clothes and the boxy things and the block clo- block colors and horizontal stripes and all this, I'm not on board for this one. You know, and I feel like I'm kind of taking an exit a little bit. Like I've been on, I've been on this interstate for a while. That's sort of like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm kind of conscious of fashion trends, and I try to do something that seems fashionable, and I kind of dress like a young person. But I kind of feel like I'm on the exit, and I'm like, I'm 42. I think I'm going to have my own style, and I'm not going to be too worried about what the general style is anymore. And I'm just going to wear what I feel good in. You know I, the, way, the decision I've made is more of a, I'm gonna get on a parallel highway that still is moving. I like I like trying new things, but I don't wanna emulate, I don't wanna start looking like my son. I mean, a lot of shirts are getting a little too small for me. I, I end up giving him the Lincoln. He likes about, he likes maybe a third of them. He'll wear some of them. But it, yeah, that's, that's, that's waning. Yeah. It's just a different aesthetic. But I, I like to have fun with an aesthetic, but I just want it to be my own thing. It's not just exiting and like parking. It's like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go full dad. I agree with that. Pop out the gap. Well, that's what I don't want to do because you got you got somebody like I. I don't go on Facebook anymore, but um, in the same way, like personally going on and like looking at old friends photos and stuff like that. But I remember a decade ago when I did such such a thing, you'd go in there and you'd, and so you know, a decade ago I'm just over 30 years old and you go on there and you see somebody you went to high school with and you're like, man, that dude has just, he's old. It isn't, oh, he aged. It might be that with somebody who's like lost hair, their hair turned gray or something like that. 
It's co- but, but it's, it's a lot. Not that. A lot of it is conformity. They made an aesthetic decision to be like, I, I, this is my job. I'm a professional, and so I'm going to dress and behave the same way that everyone else at this place of work does up to age 65, 70 years old, right? And so it's just like you see this 30-year-old person and you're like, man, you don't seem youthful anymore, you seem old because you've conformed, you, you've, instead of there being a slow progression, you just said, I gotta get into this lane, I gotta get into professional lane. So now I've got my polo tucked into my khakis. Right. Right? But we are in the art lane if you wanna go, and so that's one of the things I love about you know where I'm at in my life is that especially in this town where there's there's no judgment for anybody being anything they want to be and expressing themselves because there's so is so so much of an art nobody lo- town. nobody looks at you funny if you dress weird so it's not that I want to I want to stay relevant to the kids it's that I want to be able to express myself and say you know I don't want to conform I don't want to conform to them because that's kind of sad. It's like, okay, you're in your 40s. You you're trying to This is how you're trying to connect with your 16 and 14 year old by looking by like at like any them? moment you could crash their party. Get well, get into some sort of ath- like a narc ambiguous athletic event. <laughs> like maybe there's a uniform under that tracksuit. Right. <laughs> yeah, it ain't going to work for us. But finding but track suits are classic though. I will say that. Finding something. I still think we can do track suits. Finding something. Yeah, you could do that. You know, I, I gave up on that. You know, I well, had that, you took that. You, you, you wore that tracksuit on GMM. It called. It really. It really caused a ruckus. I couldn't even wear it the whole episode. I couldn't even. Well, um, but I hold on. But I didn't relate it back to what we're talking. Relate about. it and let's shut this down because that'd be a dope way to end it. Uh oh, you okay? I think you've got to use it in mixed company before it really counts. So that was a nice try. Um, to relate it back to this and the question that you asked, which is like, what? Are we out of touch? You haven't picked your word, by the way. What's your word? Um, what word do you actually think you can use? Facts. That could be tough to come up. That's right? a tough one because it's so definitive. It it it's a closing statement. Like when you say facts, whoever you're talking to has nothing to say. It's just like, oh, he just said facts. If you're like, facts. You can, you, facts is the end of a of a thought. But dope can just no, can it's a, nestle it it's in a res, there. It's a response, though. Somebody says some facts. Facts. You know what? I could say I could do low key or high key. Would that be weird? Yes, but I think that's a good <laughs> idea. Are we backtracking on what we just said? That like, are we? T- <laughs> that's low key. We got to try it, okay? I know that this is inconsistent with what I just said about getting on my own lane and like being an artist and expressing myself. I feel like dope is really it's too, almost like, too easy. It's not. Easy, I legitimately it's not like hip hop. Okay, what about I don't Schlitty? like it Schlitty. so that my son will like me. Schlitty so don't is, judge me. Schlitty's a good time. I love the rhythms. Uh, I, I'm gonna do, I, facts. Facts, man. All right, I'm a. I'm gonna be waiting with bated breath for that one. But to relate what I was just saying about the fashion back to this is I do think that I am, uh, I've in with the fashion thing, I've tr- there's been a little bit more effort, right? And I, and I do think that some of it is the fact that we're free to dress how we want to. We don't, no, we're, no one's gonna fire us for dressing a certain way and there's no dress code. Is there a dress code? I mean, there kind of probably is a dress code here. Like you can't like, you can't wear a thong and nothing else <laughs> at Mythical Entertainment. And if and if we haven't specified that yet, we should probably put that in the employee handbook. Wow. Um, 
But you can dress how you want and uh, we've taken full advantage of that, right? Well, we haven't worn a thong. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, facts. Uh, okay, that didn't work. Uh, but with terminology, lingo, we've pretty much continued to talk the same way. Now we've lost our accent that we had in North Carolina for the most part, it comes back at certain times, but that's really a function of hearing yourself hours and hours of your own voice heard back, you end up, it happens with a lot of people, your voice, ends, you, you end up kinda changing. What are you getting at? I'm just saying that I feel absolutely no compulsion to try to use any of this. But but we just came up with a compulsion that you were gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna do fact. it because it's fun. We're gonna do it because it's fun and, 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 and hey, maybe we'll learn something. We'll let you know, but you let us know Hashtag ear biscuits. If you disagree, just go. Feel free to put us on blast, as they say. That's good. Wreck baby, wreck baby. One, two, three, four. Wreck baby, wreck baby. One, two. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a recommendation for y'all. Um, I re I'm actually recommending this to you because I think you'll like it. Um, I went into a bookstore because I was told that Lost Causes of Bleak Creek had a placard. At the um, at Vroman's bookstore in Pasadena, so I went over there and they didn't have it. This was this was um, over a month ago now, and I was in there. I was like, you know what? I'm in a freaking bookstore. I'm. It's so sad, but maybe I was. Maybe you like, should buy a book. <laughs> maybe I should buy a book because I was just thinking I'm just going to look around at all these books, but I never thought I'd actually buy one because I didn't think I'd actually read one because I'd gotten out of the habit. Um. But I picked up a book and I will recommend it because I'm really enjoying it. Um, the reason why I, I, I was, I, for some reason I went to the sci-fi section. I was like, I want a good sci-fi book. Um, got a book called The Three-Body Problem. And honestly, one of the reasons that I got it was because um, it won an award, it won the Hugo Award for Best Novel in 2015. It's part of a trilogy of novels, so if I really like it, then I can kind of dig in, because I, I really like to dig into a world if I like it. That's why I, once I started reading Game of Thrones, I read all of them. Um, uh, it's originally written in Chinese and, and translated into English, which concerned me, but it has no impact. And then what sealed the deal and counteracted that and made me buy it, not only did it have a cool cover, but it, Barack Obama endorsed it, wildly imaginative. Hmm. So endorsements really. How do you movie. get? How do you get Barack Obama to endorse your sci-fi novel? He's a sci-fi fan. Wildly imaginative. That's what he said. And I was like, man, I got to get this. Um, the three-body problem is a hard science fiction novel. Hard science fiction. Yeah, I'm going hard. It is the first novel of the Remembrance of Earth's Past trilogy, um, by writer Lou Sixon. That's all I'm gonna say. If you're if you're into, oh man, this thing's it's not, not very long either, right? It's 320 something pages. Is that what it said? A lot of times sci-fi is so long that my attention span is like not great. I, I'm halfway through like so many books right now. 302 pages. Oh, that's yeah, yeah that's great. So I'm halfway through. Um, it's a fun, wildly imaginative book. Uh, yeah, it's got the three VR. body problem. You'll like it because there's that a whole... probably was a catchier title in Chinese. Uh, it the three body problem actually references 
um, um, a problem in physics, in orbital mechanics, according to the Wikipedia. So there's a lot of physics involved. Um, a lot of smart scientists are like the key, uh, the key people in this thing. But it, but it's also like inter, like being ready for interdimensional battle. And I'm only halfway through the book, so I could spoil some things. But there's some things I'm still like, is, is there something alien going on here? I actually, I don't fully know yet. But there's a lot of VR. There's an amazing VR game within the book that Man. the way that that world works sounds like it slaps. Is it, it slaps? It's dope. That's my rec. I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. Hashtag Ear Biscuits. We'll speak at you next week. Speak at us that way. <laughs>